Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the podcast where we invite your ideas over to just, you know, Netflix and chill. With their, with their consent. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm your host and moderator. <laughs> Are these ideas going to be pregnant after this? Uh, no, we're very careful about that. It really depends on the show you're watching. Mindhunter? That'll get him going. I'm your host and chaperone, Ryan. <laughs> Do any high school teenagers have to deal with that? Yeah. A chaperone? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to Netflix and show with Timmy tonight. Well, as long as Ryan's there, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Ryan's going to watch through the TV and watch them watching Netflix. <laughs> I've got the webcam on. Stands behind the TV, watches them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are chilling a little bit too close. I'm going to need you to... This is getting a little weird. Back to get a little heated bit. there. You guys are going to have to get some space in between you. You do not seem chilly. You seem quite warm. I'm going to need you to skip that intro right there. Hit the skit <laughs> intro button. Ryan. Yeah? Ryan. Yeah. Is this an intervention? Are we not doing a podcast tonight? Is this an intervention? Far be it for me to challenge your metaphors, but yeah, I'm going to. Well, how, what, do these, what do these ideas get out of this? What do we get out of this, of the ideas? Um, I don't know where I fit all in all of this. You, you're you're the chaperone. I'm the I'm the show they're watching. How about that? Sure, that works. Cody, they're watching the Cody show. They're watching me. Try not to get it on watching me. <laughs> so, <laughs> was that was that your official introduction? The Cody show. That's who you are. Because I thought we were still doing introductions. The Cody show. The 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 Cody show, formerly known as Cody.com. Oh, <laughs> Cody.biz. Um, I've evolved. Cody.edu. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I fit into this metaphor, and I'm probably the couch. You, so, ooh. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be. There are already some gist stains on me. Uh, oh, you know? God. <laughs> from, from, like, earlier today? Nef- from an earlier Netflix and chill. How and... did they slip that out? There's been a chaperone there the whole time. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe it was the chaperones. Uh, oh, my God. I don't kiss and tell. Hey, 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 what are you, what are you kids doing with that popcorn box there? <laughs> is that it's a hole? In the, is that my popcorn box with a hole in the bottom? Yeah, I've, I've been defiled and, and I'm going to take care of these ideas. Oh, all right. Damn. Cool. Well, well, we're off to a great works. start. We've got a guest. Uh, host. We've got a guest <laughs> a chaperone and moderator. Yeah. Ben, tell us, where are you fitting on this? Are I'm, you on the couch? I'm probably the, I'm probably the router, like bringing in the. The internet, you know, <laughs> yeah. to hum it along. The modem, you're underappreciated. Everyone knows about the router. We got Ben with us, a uh, longtime <laughs> fan, avid, our number one fan, avid. Never been uh, on the show before. Never been Ever. on the show before. <laughs> yeah, uh, we. I realized we realized that a couple episodes back, we said we were going to have a special guest <laughs> appearance on the show, and, and we did. 
<laughs> and we did we did have that appearance but it was a non it was a live show yes. for an audience yeah. of four the yeah, four that's of us so true. exactly it was really great i mean some of my favorite bits were in that one yeah due to some technical difficulties and uh ben being a fucking moron that episode <laughs> is lost to the ages been being an unprofessional i mean come on it takes a yeah i would have expected more from a router people will look back on this podcast and be like that's the lost episode i gotta <laughs> find it yeah. it'll be it'll be legendary it's not the only one either that's the sad thing uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. the lost chapters i did like how that ben actually offered to listen to our audio channels and re-record everything he said <laughs> <laughs> exactly as he said it <laughs> to go into a regressive trance and the the only reason the only reason i turned that idea down other than it being uh inherently very stupid is that i well, tried it with, well dude you don't you don't know my adr skills man they're 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 off the charts these days i did it to a whole episode of the battle buddies i did the whole thing i think it's okay you were the gm of the battle buddies episode whereas that's ben true. is just a part here and so I think it could both be dumb and funny. Whereas, like, <laughs> <laughs> the Battle Buddies, we needed you. Yeah, that's valid. That's that's true. Well, maybe, okay, hold on. You know what? Maybe if this episode doesn't go well, we'll just <laughs> let just them do that. Them. I'll just have right another there. accident. Yeah. <laughs> A happy accident. That's what we call yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ben, if you, don't feel, if you feel like this isn't going well, just tank it. Just... Is that why you tanked the last one? Wow, that's true. That last third was real shit. Oh, man. Well, Ben, obviously you're not good at this. Tell us something you are good at. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Getting buck wild here. Buck a wild. real friendly group of people we have here. Uh, well, I am a filmmaker. Um, I've been making films for about 20 years with my older brother, Jacob. And uh, right now we're working on our first feature-length film called Follow the Leader. And it is about uh, three characters. One loses his ability to see, one loses his ability to hear, and one loses his ability to speak. And they get trapped inside of the bandit mall. And throughout the film, the camera goes into their perspectives, the first-person perspective. So when you go into the guy who can't see, uh, there's no video on the screen. And it's all audio. When you go to the guy who can't hear, um, there's no audio. So you just see what he sees, but you can't hear anything. And when you guy who go into the guy who can't speak... What, what happens? You can't speak. You can't speak in the movie either. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty much just a legend of. You Zelda can't game. speak, but uh, you got to think of you got to think about it. You know, your pitch was better the first time. It kind of just sounds like you took the uh, the final climactic scenes from the Doom movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and oh, just. I thought you said Dune at first. I was like, wait, Dwayne the Rock Johnston was in Dune? Well, he's going to be in the reboot. I would watch sure. the shit out of that. <laughs> Dune the Rock Johnson. Well, anyway, so the end of my pitch. <laughs> oh, plug it. Give us a URL or something So like if that. you go to uh, followtheleaderfeature.com, the movie's called Follow the Leader. Go to followtheleaderfeature.com, and then you can go there, and you can get some cool behind-the-scenes stuff, see some concept art, links to our... Um, different social media like facebook we post on instagram all the time um we're collecting lots of cool props we're doing location scouting so it's a really cool project and uh if you like kind of more modern kind of horror thriller movies like it follows or and stuff like that it's it's kind of like this weird mix between like it follows and drive and then kind of like a weird kind of cerebral kind of you know, movies where you go into people's heads. <laughs> and if you go to uh, if you go to followtheleader.org, you'll be able to see my claymation rendition of my interpretation of Ben's movie. Oh man, 
And if you go to followthelieder.edu, you'll be able to see a series of essays I've written in crayon. About about great teachers throughout the country. About great teachers I follow. Sweet. You know what, Ben? I'm going to be honest. It's hard for me to really get into a, a new movie that I don't know much about unless I've seen some of the previous stuff, some of the previous stuff they've worked on before. That's that's a great point and a great lead in to something. I always, I never watch a movie until I go through the director's whole back. I've actually, yeah, exactly. I can't do it. Can't do it. Never have. Including all of his childhood YouTube videos. If you want to see some of our style and some of our short films, you can go to Vimeo.com. Not org. It's like YouTube for the upper class, and you can type in, <laughs> you can type in uh, Burkhart Brothers, because and then uh, you can check that out. All right, spell that. B-U-R-G-H-A-R-T. Oh, I would have spelled that r- super wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you can also check out, um, I'm going to do one more plug, because, you know, I'm just I'm just plugging away. Just plugging he's, away. He's full of if you're, if you're at, it, Plug for us while you're at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep plugging here. So um, we're also working with uh, some close collaborators called Rockhaven Films, and they just completed their first film called uh, Goodland, written directed by Josh Stoke. And then the other two gentlemen in their group are Ian Trimble and Edward Shore. And so if you go to goodlandmovie.com, I believe, you can check out the trailer. And that movie's currently um, doing the festival circuit. And it's actually going to be premiering in Goodland, Kansas, where it was shot at the end of this month. So if you want to go to Goodland and see it in where it's placed, that's going to be the that's going to be the hot spot. And who doesn't want to go to Goodland? Who doesn't? I'm really excited about Goodland, too. This time it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Greatland. <laughs> is there any nudity in this Goodland? You know what? They don't call it Goodland for nothing, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Ryan's got a good point. I feel like that's why people tune into this show, is to satisfy their sexual needs. Oh my so. god. We, we are the Cinemax of podcasts. Oh yeah. The late night Cinemax. When you're talking about plugging things, they probably thought something very different. That's the first thing in our tags is sexual proclivity. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hashtag, uh, hashtag boners has been associated with us for weeks uh, that's oh my goodness. after last episode yes <laughs> all right well let's uh let's do what we do which is um we take your ideas like we said and we do just horrible things just horrible things to them um and now i'm gonna need you to build off this metaphor the the, the netflix one yeah this is a, this is a netflix and chill we're we're chilling we gotta, we gotta cuddle a little bit, you know. We gotta put on some Star Trek. Basically, what I, you know what this isn't even that good of a metaphor. I'm not sure why we're returning to it. It's not good. We actually don't want to follow down that path because it's there's no, there's nothing but I dark have things. So many questions. Um, let's do what we do. We take these ideas that are submitted to us and we um, just basically tear them apart, put them back together into something new and Frankensteinian, um, but hopefully better than they were before. So. Let's hop on and see what we got. Chef Robert Irvine has submitted uh, that every 18-year-old is required to join the WWE. That's the World Wrestling Entertainment. Oh, I'm glad they, glad they clarified that. Because <laughs> it could have been like the World Wildlife, World Wildlife Association. Yeah. yeah. E-Association. E-Association. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so to join the WWE and participate for 18 months similar to an involuntary military draft. So we're like fight pandas? Uh, yeah, you got to fight pandas. I think it's like serving your country. You got to get in the ring. From- yeah, get, yeah. Is this kind of like a 
Gundam G Fighter, where like every 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 country has a representative, and they all oh, wow. climb into a giant robot. Well, it sounds like there's multiple representatives to every country because every 18 year old. Okay, every everyone. They always right. got that okay. roster just rotating constantly. Well, that's just so many. Can you imagine a channel where it's just like nonstop 18 year olds just like wailing on each other? <laughs> yeah, no, hold on. Okay, okay, before, before we move on, I've got a problem with this already off the bat. Okay. Oh, no. oh uh, man. Cody with the problems. Oh man. What is there to problem? Problem, Cody. Here we go. It couldn't be more clear. How many beefed up 18 year olds do you know? truly fucking stacked 18 year olds like, you know just like, you i feel like a wrestler doesn't truly come into their prime until at least a decade after that they didn't have to be good at it they just got to do it yeah i know but like wh- why do people watch wrestling to watch flimsy pi- Yo, flimsy the, little the little hurricane guys? pinned the rock you know i don't know if you heard that i saw that live well it's because it's a literal hurricane i mean (laughs) (laughs) have you fought a hurricane in one wait are are we talking about wrestling or are we just talking about nature no hurricane was a A hurricane pinned a rock down (laughs) that happened i saw it live on the weather channel hurricane was this like average sized wrestler guy and he's like rock i want you then he pinned him and everyone flipped hold on hold on average for regular human by regular human standards or by world Wrestling WWE. Who knows, yeah. man? You know, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm just here to report. <laughs> the good the good book says that the hurricane pinned the, hurricane. the rock. It's in Ezekiel 14. But you know what I mean? Like that's half the reason to watch these shows to watch these really stacked, beefed up people. Like, get well, it if on, you're man. if you're good enough, you you become a commissioned wrestler and you can serve out your tenure as a full time wrestler, just slogging through 25 18 year olds at a time, like just pinning left and right so i imagine what it is is like one dude that is a total beefcake like the rock who's just like taking on an endless stream of 18 year olds and just breaking them over his knee like so many so many bundles of wood yeah but imagine the frustration of like getting signed up for like the military draft and then like having all this paperwork but then imagine like oh man i gotta come up with a persona i gotta make my family proud i gotta learn i gotta learn the family move i gotta get fans i gotta get fans. sorry yeah well i'm sure there will be people who are just like oh, i just need this for like the college credit or whatever and then and there will be people who are like i've been trading my whole life i mean i mean there are, there are desk jobs in the military so can i get a job at the wwd that's just like taking the paperwork from other mm, wrestlers like an announcer or something i'm yeah i could be an announcer i could be a referee you know i am not fit to wrestle this is not my i jam. think you still have to have a persona though and you still have to have a costume. i could totally i could totally have a persona that's the, fine the janitor's got a persona yeah oh here he comes <laughs> well okay hold on new problem they call him jumping janitor <laughs> he's got springs on his legs but there's a lot of janitors so there's jumping janitor sliding janitor <laughs> slapping janitor wait what was the problem because this okay new problem <laughs> so we all watching wwe develop like favorites i mean there's characters you develop relationships with these characters oh, yeah now we're just completely saturating the field with all these youths who, who am i supposed to root for who am i supposed to like the prettiest one the prettiest one. Yeah, well think about how <laughs> think about how many professional athletes there are like people still pick their favorites of them you know what i mean a whole country's worth of 18 year old how many professional <laughs> athletes are there like I mean, there could be divisions right like I guess 18 all 18 year olds that's a fucked out of 18 that's a lot of 18 year olds <laughs> and it's for 18 months so 18 and 19 we, year olds. we all know what's going on in those locker rooms we do netflix and chill and we're watching because we're the chaperones <laughs> all right let's uh let's keep moving down the list and see if we can find some more fodder to throw into this 
Um, Drakelton uh, says, illnesses are actually ghosts haunting your body. Man, I feel like this is pretty close to the truth. You think so? Yeah, whenever I get sick, I just I just call an exorcist. I just call a priest. Yeah, you just call... Doctors are kind of like exorcists. There's like a procedure you have to no, follow. No, no, no doctors, exorcists. Aren't, aren't ghosts in-game to kill you? And then, But then you would be on their, like, plane of existence. And so it's like, well, <laughs> now now you got to deal with me forever. Like, way to go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, now we're just pals. Now we're just both ghosts. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the fundamental flaw of ghosts right there. Like, whoever they kill, they're stuck well, with. They're not gonna we don't know their motivation though. They've got like unfinished business, so they're just like kind of. So here's an ear infection. Um... <laughs> Man, I don't know. That's a that's a light haunting right there. Yeah, that's that's pretty easy. Uh, user not Jimes says a gritty cyberpunk detective story about normal humans who live in the world of Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh circa 2049 God. so my first question about this one is what year does thomas the tank engine take place like is that like 1980s uh, 1940s no i think it's like pre-world war one it's probably like 1912 yeah i was gonna say it's probably early 1900s for sure so if it's 2049 he's a fucking bullet train he's a bullet train and he has a face well i thought it was steampunk <laughs> oh no cyberpunk my bad cyberpunk yeah Cyber. Yeah, he's he's definitely a bullet train or some sort of autonomous like rocket train i don't even know they don't but he still has that giant goofy face well does everything in, wait does everything in thomas the tank engine world have faces i'm pretty sure there was like a plane with a face yeah, like any large machine has a face. Are there humans in Thomas the Tank Engine, or is it just the the? No, engines? no, there's people. The people are like the overlords of these Wait, horrible machines. So there are people, and then there are um, talking trains. Yes, there are talking trains, and then there are people, and the like. The main human that is constantly guilt tripping all of the robot <laughs> like trains is uh is Topham Hat. He's like the dude that owns the railway or is in charge of it or something like that. So anytime thank, they f- thank God we have someone who has a kid on yeah. this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm trying to Netflix and chill with some lady tank engine, like what kind of setup do I need to get? Like how big of a couch? You got you got a you need a real big couch. You know, I'm trying to Netflix and chill with with my lady here. You know, mm-hmm. like how big of a do I need a big screen so she can even see it? Like, well, probably you. I'll be in like the roundhouse or whatever. Ben, uh, the, Ben, if you're watching, if you're actually trying to watch the show, you're missing the point of Netflix and Chill, my friend. I'm just trying to get in the same room so that Netflix and Chill is even a possibility. So, how, what kind of room setup is a human in a in a tank engine? Well, you could actually Netflix and Chill inside of her. Yeah, that's what I was wow. gonna say. Like you just, yeah. And then she can't watch it. She can't watch the Netflix. Well, she would feel it. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> the vibrations going through her. <laughs> I'm just assuming oh that you're into girl tank engines. I don't know. Maybe they don't have genders at all, and they just kind of, like, we're projecting that onto them. I don't I think we need to look that up. I don't know. On the topic of, like, humans versus, like, machines in this world. So it's a gritty cyberpunk detective story. No, so I the detective, that. we've got to decide whether the detective is, like, a choo-choo train or a person. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I think you answered that question yourself. No, it's it's Thomas the Tank Engine like investigating a series of like uh, murders yeah. committed by tank oh, engines yeah. but the entire time Thomas the Tank Engine is like, am I a tank engine? Or am I am I human or am I a tank engine? This is this is straight up Blade Runner now. <laughs> I, I mean, I just see this tank engine like, I'm gonna go talk to the bartender. And he just crashes <laughs> through the bar and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, there's been another tank engine massacre here. I'm going to I'm going to throw something into the mix and I think this is going to be a little topical. Cuz uh what's the the movie Murder on the Orient Express or something like that? Mm. The, the Panda Express? That's coming out soon. Yeah, this movie is called Murder Up Inside of Me. Exactly. The detective he's trying to solve the case of the murders that happened inside of him. While he was on like a commuter, maybe uh, maybe he was flight. taking all those eighteen-year-olds to the WWE training. They're all on the train, <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, it's, he's like the Hogwarts Express <laughs> of the WWE. <laughs> I oh my god, this changes the game if the, the WWE situation is taking place in like a cyberpunk world. Like, can you imagine <laughs> the personas they'll have? Oh, like, man. I definitely want to watch a mechanized Dwayne Johnson beat up, like, 50, 18 I mean, there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of detectives. I feel like the, <laughs> the saturation of detectives in this in this WWE world is gonna, like, heat people. Well, yeah, after I mean, after you serve your time as a WWE wrestler, you become a detective for eight months. become a detective. That's, that's, that's oh, part wow. of the training. Anyway, go on. We've got more, more, more suggestions, Ryan. Let's well, I just want to propose one more thing, though. <laughs> like, as part of your WWE persona, is that there are a lot of like cyberpunk detectives, but their conundrum is: Am I actually a cyberpunk detective, or am I actually a persona in the WWE? Which <laughs> just the, the, Which one is the? I, real I just don't one? know anymore. Which is the real me? <laughs> All right. Well, since since Ryan got to say one more thing, I got one more thing to say. Oh, great! Do you have to wrestle trains? Uh, <laughs> I, big time. I feel like that's bound to happen. You know, when a train turns eighteen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when a train is of consenting as long, yeah, as long as it's yeah, consensual. If, if, if they are considered, if they qualify as like people in this world, because you know they are they are thinking creatures. Yeah. They have I think they let Cyberpunk Rock take the uh, take the standard when when one shows up. They're like, we're gonna give yeah. it to you. Dwayne. <laughs> and the best the best part about Cyberpunk this is, is when uh, the train unmasks itself and reveals its true identity. It's like, oh my god, it was Thomas the bullet train the whole time. Oh. <laughs> None of the detectives could get that there. None of the, until he took off the mask, yeah. Um, right. Oh wait, actually, uh, I have one more thing. Oh my god. About oh my god. WWE World. Hold on, I wanted, I wanted, I'm curious, uh, before we move forward, I want to establish some ground rules so we don't get too lost in the weeds. Because that's going to happen. Talking about beefy beefcakes fighting trains is going to happen. Yeah, I um, this is... We already know where so, this is going. Are there plants inside? Do you know where this is going? Oh, okay. Hold on. Mid thought over here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So how? What? What's the? What's the fiction we're working with here? Are we sticking to the whole wrestling is real and this shit happens and these people are just fighting and whoever wins actually won that fight, or are we acknowledging that it is it is scripted? It is not scripted. No. It, okay. So this is a this is a world of unscripted worldwide world wrestling entertainment right here. What what other what other kind is there? The logistics <laughs> is like way too hard to script out like millions of people. Battling. Well, that's the thing. It just says join the WWE. Like Steven said, you yeah. might not have to be a wrestler. You could just be a, have a desk job. You, so there are probably you, yeah, you could billions be, of writers. You could be part of the planning crew. <laughs> maybe you can be like a decorator, part of the people who put or up maybe banners. You could be like a hot sign holding dude, like oh, between yeah. rounds. That's definitely whatever. my job. That's oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Or one of those people who just yells at at the wrestlers to demoralize them while they approach the stage. Or the dude who throws beers for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the guy who puts the fold up chairs under the mats? Ah, uh, yeah. And are we still gonna have like we okay, we've we've touched on this several times already, but we're still gonna have like the standards, the classics, right? Like Steve Austin's Steve back. Austin, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson's oh, here for Triple sure. H. Dwayne Johnson is giving Hogan's up his back. Dwayne Johnson has uh 
He's retired as president of the United States. Yeah. Because it's the future we're talking about. We brought back Cyborg Hulk Hogan. Andre the Giant oh, has been my. resurrected as a Frankensteinian yeah, monster. Definitely yeah. brought back Andre. Rick Flair was sick. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I hope he's still alive. He was. He had a <laughs> like, illness. Uh, yeah, actually, he, he was a sickly, sickly man. He may have been. He may have been haunted by a ghost. I'm saying he's totally in. I'm just saying, you know, they might have to cyber him up. What's 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 next on the list here? I think I, I gotta know. User Little Monster twenty eight ninety two says platonic relationships have an expiration date of one year. So I guess unless you're banging somebody, you only have one year. Unless you start fucking someone. So if you if you join the WWE, if you join the WWE, you can't even be that dude's friend the whole time you're in the system because it's eighteen months. Eighteen that's only months. months. Shit, <laughs> that's crazy. Got to be making new friends left and right. Oh wow, that's going to be very lonely. Damn. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Is this? So platonic relationships have an expiration date of one year. Do you think that's like a biological trait humans have? Like you just <laughs> or, turn on people? Or is it like know? enforced by the government? That's the question here. Like uh, if you make a friend, you have to like – you have to apply. You have to fill out a friendship, applica- a friendship application and apply to the government for this friendship. And they could uh, choose to deny it or not. I like this running. I do really like the running trend of our podcast being that some government authority <laughs> making sure people either have friends or don't have friends. No, Stephen, <laughs> you're right. We've we've already touched on the friendship patrol. Uh, I think it makes more sense for it to just be like a biological thing. Maybe it's a ghost. Like everyone is has a ghost. And no, their I was, illness. I was their illness thinking is... like your hormones. Like it's it's like kind of like they say where like uh, you the more you hang out with people, you become like in sync with their like hormones and their. Oh, their... so is that one year of exposure? So it's not it's not like a whole consecutive year. It's like a whole year of actively being with that person. So you could stretch it out over a whole life. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Can you be like, yo, let's hang for five minutes? All right, see you in a <laughs> I mean, couple months. Does, I mean, that really opens up a possibility for like internet friendships too. I mean, I'm not consuming any of Cody's delicious, delicious pheromones right I now. I will I will send you some. Well in the in the new cyberpunk world you do. And I feel like that's <laughs> the internet pheromones that come through my computer. I guess that's it's real terrifying. I am so potent. The glandernet. So potent. It's, My glands it's, are so potent, they're just squirting their way down through I these internet channels. Which, right Wichita's your... been been doused in Cody's sweet pheromones. <laughs> just just through your just through your headphones. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a pretty simple way around this, which is that like every calendar year you just make sure that you just bang all of your friends like real good. <laughs> oh, that's true. As upgrade it, upgrade it from from platonic to yeah. carnal. Yeah. Oh my. But what if my friend's a, a, a one of those sweet talking trains? Like I gotta, you know, Netflix and chill with them to keep that friendship or what? I guess that's how you can tell if it's a if it's a uh, if it's alive or not. I guess it's like, it's like you <laughs> I can feel like we keep court. forgetting there's giant talking trains in this in this world. All right, I feel like we're about to have a, a big long conversation about the logistics behind fucking a train. Fucking a train. And I'm I'm down. I've been trying to figure this out for a long time now, and it'll be nice to have a, a couple extra so- sets of ears. <laughs> to hear me out oh wow because i have ideas <laughs> <laughs> here's my chart <laughs> I, I just don't i don't want my bits anywhere near like train tracks um that sounds like a bad idea steven steven this is the future where we're going we don't need tracks cyber bits like these oh. trains probably don't mean you ha- can't like crush pennies on the track anymore or flatten them with a hammer you have nope. to use people the- people love to do that <laughs> Won't that, re- won't that derail the train? 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> every time. 100%. Kids don't do that. Is that really illegal? I mean, that totally makes sense. But I never thought about it. Uh, <laughs> it's not that illegal. It's not, only kind of illegal. It's a very it's a degree of illegal. It's it's more illegal. It's a, it's more illegal than uh having a friend for more than a year. If yeah. you're the conductor and you're like, "I think I see a pity two oh, miles shit. down the road, stop the train." <laughs> well, that's what those big uh things on the front of the trains are for, like uh, scoot the off all all the penny oh, scoop. scoopers. Yeah. That totally makes sense. They call them the penny coop, penny scoopers. Penny scooper. Penny scooper. <laughs> All right, what's the next one, Ryan? Keep it going. Um, Ryan's the only one who can keep, read. Let's, let's keep this train on on the tracks, please. Come on, we got places to be. Cyberpunk tracks. <laughs> uh, user Tosser's Delight says personality right. traits or emotions are biological and can be transferred. Happiness gland, rage, spleen, and so on. Um. So like like as far as like a like a surgical operation, I guess you can take somebody's happiness gland. I think. Wait, so yeah. it's like a permanent emotion you're in all the time. Does everyone have a happiness gland, or are everybody's glands a little bit different? Like, do I have what? a sadness gland? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the happiness gland. No, the happiness gland. If it's full, if your happiness sacks are full, you are you are <laughs> happy. happy. My happiness sacks are just. They're just I've got a ruptured happiness gland. <laughs> I'm gonna get to the doctor. It's leaking all over. If, you, if you're leaking happiness gland fluid all over the place, you become sad. You know, and uh, you know what? Some people are probably born just like with a happiness gland deficiency, where they are like mm. have either an engorged happiness gland, or there's just, just isn't. Give, full, give yourself so. another thirty years, you might have a happiness gland deficiency too. You're praying someone gets in a horrific car crash and you can organ donor their happiness plant. <laughs> like, I really hope that really happy person just really has some bad luck. Maybe just sneak into their house at night with a syringe and make it work. Siphon it up. Yep. <laughs> Stab their gland. Dude, I don't think the WWE would allow that, man. You know, they got strict steroid rules these days. Oh, yeah. Well, well, hopping into houses with syringes. How would they regulate that with, like, pretty much the entire youth of america wrestling at the same time how are they going to regulate this yeah extensive blood tests and you know what actually i feel like they would encourage steroid use because we need to get them beefed up we okay. need to get these kids beefed up we got we got to pump up i mean teams. if they're going to take on trains i mean <laughs> we got to get these teams ready to fight giant trains. faces it's at that least would be so sick like imagine like a train's like three miles away and, and they have like all these 18 year olds about to like come into the stadium they're like all right we're gonna stop this train and everyone's like oh shit and then like the train just collides just chaos. but the rock stops it because you know he's cyber rock he's the rock he's got 17 rage spleens implanted <laughs> he's got so many rage spleens all these black market rage spleens well maybe uh, maybe when you defeat a person you can like implant whatever you want from their organs. Uh, yeah you can devour their rage spleen <laughs> yeah, or their happiness I mean, I can, if they have like more like cybernetic kind of organs i could see the transfers oh yeah straight out Ooh, like, that's valid. Dude, that actually works you know, pretty well you just like break open someone's spine and consume their fluids <laughs> oh my i'm saving that sound bite <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I'm gonna keep that with me. I mean, I, there's a lot of instances where I could use that in your voice, saying that. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. Yes, please. You call your local congressman and just play that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the ways that will be used. Uh, go on, right? Uh, all right. Alex Gus says shins for forearms. 
forearms for shins. Never wear shorts again. I I just want to say, I really like this one, but for not any good reasons. I just, <laughs> there's something about the, the cadence of it that is perfect. Like, it's, I don't understand. I don't understand why would you never wear shorts again? I mean, do you have skinny legs? <laughs> Are you just so ashamed of the fact that you've got forearms for shins what? that you never Hold wear shorts again? Hold on, but it doesn't again? even specify if it's just, like, one person, if it's just, like, some unfortunate fucking fool had this happen. They had a wrong transfer <laughs> in, in, in an operating room or what. Or is this all people? Do all people have this? I was thinking this might be another haiku, but it wasn't. No. Oh, dang. This it is, just reads like one. It's, it's just well, a wonderful it's, saying. It's definitely poetic, so I can it's see. It's very poetic. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know, so, you gotta wear shin guards on your is, arms now. It has touched me in a deep place. My <laughs> shins. I mean, you gotta, wear watch, you gotta wear watches on your legs now? Yeah. Mm. It's the only place you can <laughs> keep them. It's, it's socks on your hands. <laughs> It's just the shins and the forearms, man. The hands and feet are still there. Yeah, but you know, you don't wear a watch on your hand. Yeah, but you don't wear fucking socks on your hands either. You wear if you got long sleeve, they're gonna be like covering your shins. I just I feel like my forearms hit things all the time and my shins, when they hit things, are in a lot of pain. So this That's is gonna be valid. a very bad yeah. world. Yeah, but are like are your shins like actually more adept at doing that than you realize and if it's your forearms they would just like break? Like every time you jacked your your shins on something, arm wrestling is going to be insane. Will this mm, make us better true. at wrestling in general? Will this give us an advantage? That mm. grappling is going to be off the chain. Honestly, I think all that would happen <laughs> is that like whoever this happened to would just whoever just this happened to would just collapse, and that's it. End of story. They're never wearing shorts again because they're dead. Power. And you don't bury they people never, in shorts. Never wear shorts. <laughs> Can't people wear can shorts walk, when you're people dead. People can obviously. walk on their hands, though. Yeah, yeah. but people can walk on their hands. But like the, the human body is like composed in a very specific way. Shins are where <laughs> like, they I belong. Forearms <laughs> are where they belong. They all usually mix those two things up. If someone loses their shin in a motorcycle accident, they don't go like, "Well, this guy's got a spare forearm, so let's just slap the two together." Yeah, take some of this. Stick it over there. Wait, so they, they switch? You're not born with it? It's, they switch it? Well, it doesn't specify. It says never wear shorts again, so I can only assume it's I'm not everyone. I really love that line. I'm, yeah, like, I just, I'm really thrown by the never wear shorts again thing. <laughs> I love like, it so like, much. Yeah, if it were every single person had this issue where their forms are shins and shins are forms, shorts are fair game. Why not wear shorts? That's totally fine. On a balmy summer day, you wear shorts. This implies that it just happened to one unfortunate person. This... Does a short sleeve shirt <laughs> constitute shorts now? Because you're showing your shins? Uh, like, yeah, your see? Arms? That's valid. Yeah. See? I don't think we're smart enough to understand The mystery this. of this line confounds us, and I love it. Well, because it's poetry and science all at the same time. It's my brain too complicated for our simple man. Oh, yeah, brains. my brain can't unfold those two things. This is like a Zen koan. It's like if, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, like, was it wearing shorts? Does it have shins? Does it? Yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if your forearms are shits, do you wear shorts? <laughs> Why would you wear shorts? <laughs> what is the sound of one hand wearing shorts? <laughs> i mean maybe they just had the foresight to realize in this cyberpunk wwe talking train world they, they blocked out the sun and it's really cold so you don't wear shorts. nobody wears shorts in the wwe it's all underpants all right all right all right last one star beard boy says direct eye contact makes you swap bodies ginyu holy moly ginyu bullshit I, here i like this one because honestly <laughs> captain ginyu <laughs> 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 <That's so> sweet <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Goku's like, oh, I found ah, the, how to use your body better. I got this like, frog. What? I'm going to throw it in your face before you look at me. What if you look in a mirror? Are you like, <laughs> you're like jumping in and out of yourself? I was wondering that too. You might get stuck in a loop just like constantly like that, bouncing that would in be and out. So if you have a dog, like if, if this can happen to animals, if you have a dog and you're petting your dog, how do you know it's your dog? <laughs> Because dogs oh, so, might not have the presence of mind not to look into other dogs' eyes or people's eyes. It could be like your neighbor. It could be Jerry. Jerry goes outside one day to get the paper and your fucking dog's it, there. Like, help me. Did help it say me. people? Did it say people specifically or did it say anything? Just it says just says direct, direct eye contact. contact. Oh, my. Straight up anything. It says body. Swap bodies. Can you swap with the, the eye of a storm? You want to be some sick Thomas the Tank Engine. You got to look into its eyes. <laughs> then you're a giant oh, train. Shit, yes. <laughs> And then you just poke your eyeballs out. So and then you, you get new to... cyberpunk eyes so you can't look into anyone's eyes again. All right. Everything's on the table, boys, men, gentlemen. We've got WWE. We've got illness. Actually, is ghost haunting your body. Those are the two that we have to use. What's the third? Uh... Wait, I like well, the tank engine. Yeah, tank <laughs> engine. Yeah, the, the, the illnesses and the tank engine are rated the same. They both have two points. Oh, they do. Oh, then we get to pick... Okay, so let's okay, take let's, wins. let's axe the ghost. We don't need that one. Okay, um, we already did the Halloween special. No need to spook our audience. We promised this would be a yeah. spook-free episode. They're not scary. coming back after that. And, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. They were spooked too hard. Um, so we've got gritty cyberpunk detective story with Thomas mm-hmm. Stang Engine in the future. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got world wrestling uh, for all youths. Um, and what's the third one? Ben, you're the guest. You pick. Oh man, I wish I had the list in front of me. Ben, you're taking too long. I, Steven, pick. Uh, I thought the I, 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 my vote. I thought the I thing was interesting. I thought I, that had more. All right, to mine. We're done. Okay, okay yeah. cool. I like this too because I want to be a fucking powerhouse cybernetic tank engine, man. I do like this too because, like, can you imagine WWE wrestling matches where like people are making eye contact and just and in the sw- middle? Yeah, like in the middle thing. of your fucking lariat, you accidentally make eye contact with your opponent, and man, you get hit in the neck. Are you rooting for like which which body? Are you rooting for the Rock's body? Or are you rooting for his personality? The Rock always ends up back in his body. That's that's how it goes. At that point, you gotta you gotta be like, I'm gonna put money on this guy, but betting on the fact he's gonna warp into this guy yeah. like, <laughs> so much. Wait, hold on. Red. It's it's very specific insofar as it says direct eye contact. Yeah, now, we've mm-hmm. we've so discussed this mean? before with the butts. Eye to eye so contact. You gotta could press be, your eyes we up. We could interpret it as like yes, touching eyes, touch, actually physically touching the eyeballs, oh which my. would be interesting. No, I don't know about that. When you make a direct eye contact with somebody, you know what that means. It's not like eyeball to eyeball. Like. <laughs> or, or it could be. It could be like Harry Potter basilisk rules, where it's as long as if there's like a piece of glass in between it, or you're looking through the reflection of a mirror. Everybody wears work. glasses except when you're wrestling. Oh shit. Right? What if you need to see? Like, I actually, I actually medically like. Not when you're wrestling. Not when I'm rest- I, I rely on instinct. Not my yeah, eyes. Yeah, you have to. Oh my! I rely on instinct and pheromones, other people's pheromones that I can smell. <laughs> <laughs> like a dog. Yeah, I wrestle like a dog. That's my persona. <laughs> dog man. What's everyone's persona? Because I'm dog man. They, they call me dog. Dog man. <laughs> <laughs> dude if you were if you were like really cool you'd like gouge out your eyes and be like and then you'd be like you'd be like daredevil, daredevil. You'd be like whatever man and then you're like 
that guy ain't switching. No, what? Yeah, what you would do is you would steal Dwayne Johnson's body and then gouge out your eyes. <laughs> well, that's a real Samson situation right there. Though. Or maybe oh, Dwayne Johnson, his his like his new classic move now, like every time he enters the ring, he just instantly grabs a person <laughs> by the head and plunges his thumbs into their eyes every time. That'd be, dude. He'd have to plunge his like fists into a trade's eyes. <laughs> Actually, that would probably make sense for Batista to do instead because that was his character oh. in the James Bond movie. Oh. <laughs> Remember, he had those metal um, fingernails. Thumb, thumb, uh, yeah, fingernails it, that he didn't use to cut the rope when it was around his neck. Yeah, I think, remember dude, that, that movie was fucking hilarious. They're like, "Hey, Jaws." The Jaws character was cool in James Bond. Let's have a similar character. What should we give him? What? Im- oh, what? Im- sweet thumbnails. What improvements should we make to the body? <laughs> he never uses those again. It's so it's one of ways. He just stabs that one guy's those, those one guy's eyes out, and then that's and it. And he couldn't cut the the rope around his neck. Anyway, what happened to the detective portion of the cyberpunk train? Uh, yeah. What's the What's the big mystery? Let's tell a story here. Let's tell a story. Well, maybe okay. So maybe there was a um, a criminal on the loose, and he like body transferred through several people Ooh. and infiltrated the WWE. And Thomas is trying to like track him down, Blade Runner style, by like putting him through some personality. Oh, tests. he's got his own sweet jacket duster. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a huge jacket. I want him to say the line. Looks like this train got chew chewed up. Just, oh, that's good. I need it. That's I good. need it. So Tom, so we're we're all agreed. On Thomas, the tank engine being the great detective here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, he, he's got he's gonna have the jacket. So okay, canonically, is this the same Thomas the tank engine that like Ryan's kids know and love? Yeah, he's been cryogenically frozen for the last seventy yeah, years. It gives him it gives him that gritty like old and, feel. Yeah, over you know? over time, he has become cynical and jaded, and a detective. <laughs> 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 it's what tra- it's what naturally happens to trains as they age. You know, eventually he becomes an alcoholic, and he's like, you know, it goes well with alcoholism. <laughs> being detective a detective, works. being a detective, yeah. and joining the no, work that way. And Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine is going from like bar to bar, trying to like hit up bartenders <laughs> for information, and just trashing, just completely destroying their storefronts by like, we don't, we don't serve your kind. A Thomas the Tank Engine sized drink is going to be one expensive as hell drink <laughs> it's an entire i was gonna say i was gonna say i just saw the ending of this amazing how this ends okay here we the go climax professional movie so, maker ladies and gentlemen here we go you've got you've got you've got you've got thomas you know racing down and he, he's finally found the 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 ultimate you know swap swappy swapper swap at whatever <laughs> the villain's in and he and he's driving and then he's right right when he's about to run him over boom he makes eye contact with the dude in front of him and then he switches and then he keeps running him over the dude keeps transferring and he's just killing innocent people in this <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually you know you got the rock and they they go to the stadium the rock has to you know stop one of oh, them so moral like, you know, of the story moral of the story is let the rock will solve your problems <laughs> for you the rock deus, the rock will, deus rockina <laughs> Rock X Machina. Rock X Machina shows up at the very end of the movie, like a golden oh, yeah. beacon of light. Well, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say like he's he's chasing down the villain, and right as he's about to catch him, his tracks diverge. <laughs> like, no, oh. I'm an old train. <laughs> no. 
I gotta run over some pennies. I still like the idea of it being a murder on the Orient Express type situation where the murder is actually because that's <laughs> it's happening on Thomas and the whole time he's like, "Hey, what's going on back there? What's going Wait, on? Did somebody die? Did back someone there? just die? What's going on? Hey, <laughs> my insurance is gonna go way up. Is that blood on my carpets? Hey, how am I supposed to get people to ride inside me with all these murders happening? Do you know how much a steam cleaning costs? Okay, we just went from, like, badass Thomas running over the villain innocent people to, hey, can you stop dying in me? Like, like I think one of those is the better. Well, idea. honestly, like, let's take Thomas the Tank Engine as a character. And if, you, if you're going to deconstruct that character to make it gritty, like, how gritty can you make Thomas the Tank Engine? I'm Thomas. You, you give him a sweet Blade Runner jacket, right? And a 5 o'clock yeah. shadow. That's going to cost a, a pretty penny. A cool gun. What a little gun? A what? A train-sized leather jacket? <laughs> yeah. Yes, with it's fur lighting. Just, uh, it's just on. a tarp with a collar. Isn't that just going to make they, him they, slower? They, Isn't that going to slow they him make, down? Well, <laughs> well they make one for him, and then they make one for the Rock because there's the only two that could wear that. Oh, he, they're partners. Yes. Yeah. All I know is that I want this movie to end with uh, Thomas the Tank Engine being having been beaten half to death in the rain, and Sir Topham Hat comes out of the rain and says. It's a shame the rock won't live, but then again, who does? And then that's oh, the end God. of the movie. Oh, dang. Yes, that is. I thought you know what? I thought you I th when you said rain originally. I thought you said ring, like wrestling ring, and that made a lot more sense. <laughs> like to me. Tears in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> All these memories will be lost, like tears in the wrestling ring, <laughs> like sweat in the ring, uh. like sweat in the ring. I want an underdog character. I want an underdog character. We've got a bunch of 18-year-olds who are drafted to fight in the ring. Yeah. We've got to have, like, an underdog. I feel like all of these 18-year-olds are going to be blinded because they all get gassed out. It's gouged out. <laughs> so, so maybe we have one that only got one eye gouged out. The, yeah. You know, the one-eyed man is... The, yeah, just pretended that size gouged out. So we just, what, we just lived in a, live in a fucked-up society where the whole point of this, this entertainment... Well, this world wrestling entertainment this thing is just to watch Dwayne Johnson beat up the youth blind, the youth of America. Is that the point of this draft? Is that just sounds blind? That sounds pretty great to me. That's that's world peace right there. World peace. It kind of makes sense. What if what if they invented this program <laughs> as just a way? They invented this program as a way to prevent people from dealing with like having their bodies snatched. So like when you're 18, you've got to go to the WWE and get yourself blinded by Dwayne Johnson. And then you can join society. <laughs> That's a real roundabout way of doing that, but I like it. The only way. Mr. President, I've got an excellent idea to solve this body switching problem. <laughs> and he goes, well, what? No, I'm president. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're going to listen because now I'm the president. <laughs> now, now I'm, I still think I'm looking in the mirror would be a trip, man. It would be lots of fun. <laughs> no, with direct eye contact, you have to. there can't be any interference. No interference between the eyes. Is that what is that what John Cena's like waving his eyes in front of his face is all oh, about? That totally makes sense. Is he like blocking is he blocking out like people trying to take over his eyeballs? How about our protagonist is uh, somebody who's genetically engineered by the government to have a third eyeball hidden somewhere on his body? Tian? Can we get to the bottom of as to why this is something that's been established? I mean, this is the world wrestling entertainment. It's not that's American true. wrestling entertainment. It's the mm. fucking world. That means the whole world is doing this, right? I thought it was to prevent body swapping. <laughs> well, that was one idea, but... 
<laughs> that wasn't the idea. This is how world building works, Ben. We don't just commit to the first fucking thing that spills well, out of our. You know, the Rock. The Rock is a great man, but he can't, you know, gouge everyone's eyes. Like, yeah, that's a lot of wrestling. You know, he'd have to be, he'd have to be doing like twenty like matches a, a night. How many arms would he have to have to like gouge all these eyes? Yeah, he's part Goro now. Oh my! Well, we did say he was like a cyberpunk evolved form of the rock so he probably could do it honestly he'd just be like a like a like a factory assembly line of people coming down a, a, a conveyor <laughs> belt with like the rock standing at the end just gouging eyeballs out yeah and then everyone watching the show is like man wwe has really gone downhill <laughs> so unrealistic where's the drama Although, of course, they can't watch the show because they're all fucking blind. Yeah, Everyone listening weird. is just like, yeah, it sounds radio, like... It's a radio show. Yeah, it sounds like they're having one heck of a fight in there. <laughs> Maybe that's that's the conspiracy. No, that's the conspiracy that Thomas is trying to figure out. Nobody can watch the WWE because everybody's eyeballs are gouged out. And nobody knows that it's just an assembly line now with the rock standing at the end gouging everybody's except eyes except for out, all those hundreds of thousands stories the millions of goddamn people who had their eyes gouged out i'm pretty well, sure they the yeah, and everyone below the age of 18 <laughs> <laughs> they have not yet had their eyes gouged out it's parental locked you're not allowed to watch that the funny thing about this is it's like we got we gouge our eyes out at 18 so it's just like whatever body you happen to be in that's it that's, <laughs> that's, all, that's all you know <laughs> that's what you're committed to that's, that's where you end up no 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 no. so let's say let's say the entire society hinges like the the whole foundation of society hinges on world wrestling which it already does just, just yeah let that sink in for a bit because it's a wonderful it's real to me, it's a wonderful it. thought and i'm very excited about it and so so like depending on your performance in the world wrestling entertainment draft uh <laughs> That, that is pretty much how you get your job like the the highest tier become uh like politicians world leaders and lower down that's how they determine who does what roles in society and so before you're 18 it is a mad dash to just like as a youth try to switch your body up as much as possible to get the <laughs> best biggest baddest beefiest body you could oh, possibly man. get to win and become imagine president. what that's like as a parent though you like have your kids showing up They're every so day proud. in a different body <laughs> just getting bigger and bigger and then one day he's just like a fucking wimp again you're like oh sorry well, wouldn't your wouldn't your uh <laughs> what wouldn't, wouldn't 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 the the smart man's game would be to just study technique and then whatever body you're in you just have good technique you know, it doesn't matter if you're yeah. smaller or big. I guess oh, yeah. we would learn a lot about muscle memory because what if you steal a body <laughs> <laughs> if you know you're just constantly mean. falling down for the next six months until what if you train your body, body wrong as a joke like you <laughs> for the next guy. And, then you, and, then, and then you forget to look at someone you, you're like oh whoops. you have poor form at all your exercises you give yourself you give your body intentionally terrible muscle memory like every time every time you're in a like a combat scenario you punch yourself in the dick yeah. <laughs> and then, but you're big and strong so people want to steal your body and you let it happen <laughs> And then you're in the ring going against your own body and it's just constantly wailing on its own winger. That's so many factors, man. You're hoping to go against yourself to uh, train yourself wrong. You, you, train your own you would body have to be wrong. very strategic about it. You it's would a have convoluted to, plan. That, that's like, um, oh no, you stole my body. What am I going to do? You know how there's all those pranks that youths do these days where you go out there and they like shark people. They pull down their... They throw sharks at people. They grab up some sharks and they run down the I'm street. I'm not a youth. I don't. I don't know. Sharking is apparently some sort of phenomenon where 
youths go around and they pull down women's tube tops. And oh my that god. Sounds Jesus. And sounds like a lawsuit. We were having a good time here on this podcast. Hold on, I'm going to put it in perspective. It's going to sound a lot less bad here in a second. Mm. All right. Oh, yeah, please justify this for me. The new prank that the youth of America is going to do is they're going to run up to someone and cut their throat. Cut their, cut their own throat. Cut their own throat and look them in the eye. Oh, wow. <laughs> now you're dying. Gotcha. Dude, that's a hell of a case to solve for Thomas the Tank Engine. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's like the equivalent of like the gypsy trick of like throwing your baby at somebody so you can like pick their pocket as they like as they grab it. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's like a that's like the old gypsy trick of like famous, throw your baby. Famous gypsy trick called yeah. throw the baby. And then like, Ryan, yeah. no, Ryan, it's true. Where you, where it's, your obscure gypsy tricks? <laughs> Gypsytricks.com. Wow. I'm cultured. <laughs> gypsytricks.edu yeah you gypsy tricks. Yeah, go to my website learn these simple tricks lawyers hate them I think everyone needs to tell me what their persona is going to be the wrestling persona and try to think of it not through the lens that of like we are who we are now but as, as you were when you were 18 so dying I'm just I'm dying I think that's <laughs> okay Steven assume assume you've body swapped into a different body a healthy person okay what were you Cody I'm a pterodactyl you're a pterodactyl I'm not I'm not the pterodactyl my 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 persona is a pterodactyl I'm just I'm <laughs> oh, a pterodactyl. okay that makes sense with a capital P oh, I feel like I always wanted to be a ninja like that'd be the perfect opportunity to dress up like a fucking ninja right Untapped persona. They, I don't think they've done that in WWE. No, yeah, no one, no one's been. Dwayne in Johnson WWE. hasn't fought ninjas yet. I mean, you get a sword. I don't think those are. I don't think those are legal. Oh, wow. in, the, in the ring. I think that's allowed. Smoke bombs, yeah. ninja stars. I mean, you know, we haven't on. really established the rules here, but I really feel like those aren't allowed. <laughs> I mean, I think my persona would be three, two, one. Three, two, one. Contact. <laughs> my no, my no, my my persona is three, two, one. So that. If I ever knock the other guy down and they're like, three, two, one's getting on the ropes. The guy on the ground's like, I just got pinned. He's like, what? <laughs> it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate mind game right there. What would your costume be? <laughs> numbers. <laughs> just just any, numbers. Wait, three, two, one or just any number? Like seven. It's incomprehensible. Fucking like 12. Whatever confuses the opponent. I think I would just dress up like a rep. I would just dress up like the referee. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I always get the drop on the guy. So I come in and I'm like, pretend like I'm starting the match or whatever, and then just kick the guy right in his fucking balls. <laughs> and then pin him. <laughs> and then the real referee would come out. They did that. They had like some of the wrestlers be the refs in special matches. <laughs> well, wait, the, the wrestlers are the refs, and then the refs had to like fight each other? Oh, I don't know if that happened, but they would be like, oh, it looks like Triple H is going to ref against Rob Bam Dam and Shawn Michaels. That's a conflict of interest. I know. Do you think what happened is that like the referee actually just body swapped with Triple H, and the ref is not Triple H. Mm. <laughs> and continues to do his job, and then goes home to Triple H's wife. Okay. <laughs> like a face-off sort of a situation. That is essentially we've written Thomas the Tank Engine face-off. Twenty forty meets WWE. Twenty forty. Oh god, I didn't even realize that it was twenty forty. Oh wow! How did I not? You guys were all making all those Blade Runner references, and I did not even. That went way over my head this whole time. Damn it! And we haven't discussed Ryan Gosling at all. Uh, I think that's probably for the better. We've done that several times over the last few episodes. (laughs) That's true. He's he's actually been yeah he has been a lot of the episodes. We're 
we're gonna go on, we're gonna have to go on like a Dwayne Johnson embargo for future episodes for a while. <laughs> I don't know, man. We can't just we can't just rely on Dwayne Johnson for all of our, Are you sure? our worlds. This is Thomas that, that Thomas Tank Engine, man. He knows what's up. Next episode, Dwayne Johnson World. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> Which is probably actually it's probably Earth, honestly, right now. He is he's killing it. He's doing really well. He's big. He's he's like big. The most popular in more ways than one. Yeah. Celebrity. What, he, he was like the sexiest man. He's like the most bankable star, you know? Yeah. The shavedest head. The most shaved head. Most shaved body. <laughs> I think there's a lick of hair on that guy. well-greased man. <laughs> the greasiest, wow. most shaved right. person. <laughs> Times the most greasy, well-shaved human. You know, I was, really, I, was really, I was really looking forward to try to win that award for myself, but then Dwayne Johnson came into the picture. And was like, That's because you know, forgot about your upper lip. I did. Indeed. If only you shaved your mustache. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only hair I have in my body right now, ladies. <laughs> oh, ladies. <laughs> oh, gross. Well, uh, thanks for listening. This has been Disposable Worlds, the show where we do this to you for about an hour or so. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. Ball it up, ball it up. That's a world. That is a world. Thank you to everyone uh, from Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off their EP, Prime Meridian. Thanks to everybody that submitted ideas. Um, Chef Robert Irvine, um, uh, Drakelton, <laughs> Not Jimes, Little Monster 2892, Tossers Delight, Alex Gus, Starbeard Boy. So check us out at radbotproductions.com if you want to see uh, or listen to uh, previous episodes or check out the other projects that we're working on. Um, also catch us on Reddit at the, the subreddit disposable underscore worlds and submit ideas to us look for new ideas there um and prompts to give us new ideas as well we're also on <laughs> don't make us sound so pathetic <laughs> please, please 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 we need your ideas i'm begging you uh, yeah we need we need to figure that out um okay so everyone you can stop listening now because ben's gonna do another plug <laughs> everyone in the recordings <laughs> except ben Go to uh, followtheleaderfeature.com. Check us out. Uh, you can donate there if you're feeling real feisty. Check out our different social media. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time, just like this podcast. Yeah, no, uh, follow the leader. Check it out. The Burkhart Brothers are my favorite Kansas-based independent movie makers. Uh, I love everything Classic. they've done. I've, I've uh, donated myself. Everyone should do it because I want to. I want to get this movie made so I can see it, so I can enter donated, it into my eye donated holes. Donated yourself. I donated my whole body. To <laughs> I, do- I donated myself to the movie. They don't want to use me though. They own me. <laughs> they are not. They returned the donation. <laughs> they threw my body away. They haven't. Re- <laughs> I sent them a donation of my body, and they haven't returned it. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be getting a tax break I'm, on that. I'm a disembodied voice now. <laughs> Uh, alright well thanks again for listening Um, until next time this is Disposable Worlds